and welcome, welcome, welcome to our Sunday Dialogue. I am Prophet Shantae Charles. I hope that you are having a great and wonderful day. We want to just go ahead and just thank God for his goodness and his mercy on today as we break open the word. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for your word. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, O God, be acceptable in your sight. For you are our strength, my strength, and my Redeemer. It is in your Son, Jesus' name, that we pray and believe. Let this word do what it is intended to do. Let it minister. Let it bring purpose. Let it bring clarity in Jesus' name. Amen. So again, I want to thank you all for taking the time to join us for our Sunday Dialogue. I do want to let you know for the month of July that we are going to be on a sabbatical. This is the first time in 10 years that we are actually taking um, a sabbatical for the month of July. So we do want you to be aware of that. If you do not see us on live, we will be posting some things throughout the month of July but that is why we do invite you to go back and listen to our videos here on the page. We also invite you to check out all of our various playlists on our YouTube channel, Church Love 333. There is uh, plenty of content there and some series that you can look at that are actually things that are coming to pass and happening right now within our nation. So those are some things and some tools that are good uh, review for what is happening and getting yourself up to date spiritually on what is happening in our world. So today, as I was seeking the Lord for what to say on this week, and also in light of some things that have, as you know, come down, if you've been paying any kind of attention to American, United States political news, you know that several things have come down this week and especially some things that happened on Friday as a result of some laws and policies that are changing, some even changing um, automatically based on those rulings that happened this week. And as I was praying about those things and those concerns, I said, Father God, what would you have me to share on today? In light of everything that's happened, we know that there are several messages and God bless all of the leaders, spiritual leaders that are having to stand up today and to declare the word of the Lord in light of the events that have occurred. But the Lord said, I want you to focus on the goat. And I said, the goat? <laughs> he said, I want you to focus on that which is the greatest of all time. And I said, okay, what are you talking about? And he said, I want you to go back to the foundation of everything that I, as God the Father, stand for in the earth. So we are diving into a very familiar passage once again, and we're going to take a look at 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13, and I'm going to share with you what the Lord shared with me, and then I'm going to get out of the way. And if Apostle Robert has... Um, something that he wants to share as well, he will come in after me. So we're going 1 Corinthians 13, starting at verse 1. I'm reading first from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. 
but I'm going to end on the message. Verse 1, if I speak the languages of men and of angels, but do not have love, I am a sounding gong or a clanging cymbal. He said love is a language that supersedes intellect. Love is a language that supersedes intellect. Love rises above the noise. When I began to pray and I was asking the Lord, how should we respond in light of the things that have gone on? He said, love is a language that supersedes intellect. So you may not have all of the right words to say, but love rises above the noise. Love is translatable. People can hear love. They can understand love. They can receive love even if they don't speak the same physical, intellectual language. So I need you to be one who can translate my love today to people. Verse 2. If I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so that I can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. Love is greater than prophecy. Love is greater than secret understandings, exoteric understandings. Love is greater than mountain shifting belief. Love is what provides substance to our human experience. Our human experience becomes what it is because of the love that is existent between us as humans. Verse three, and if I donate all my goods to feed the poor, and if I give my body to be burned, but do not have love, I gain nothing. The father said to me today, love is not just a charitable endeavor. It's not just about donating and giving. Because donating and giving doesn't have to have the motive of love attached to it. You can donate things, you can give things and still not love. And so the question came today, do you want to be the goat? Do you want to be the greatest of all time? Then let's look at what it takes to be the greatest of all time. Verse four, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy, is not boastful, is not conceited. You want to be the goat? Flow and operate in patience. Be able to handle delays and problems and suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. I think that's something that all of us can probably work on, right? You want to be the goat? Flow in kindness, generosity, and consideration for others. Do you see these things in yourself? You want to be the greatest of all time? Release your envy. 
your discontent, your resentfulness or longing for what someone else has, their life or their possessions. You want to be the greatest of all time? Don't be boastful. Don't have excessive pride in your possessions or even in your abilities. Mm. It's very sad, unfortunately, because we have a sect of our society today that is wrapping themselves in the boastfulness of their ability. He said, don't be conceited. Don't be narcissistic. Don't be vain in your pride over what you have achieved and accomplished. Verse five, love does not act improperly. It's not unseemly, is not selfish, is not provoked, does not keep a record of wrongs, finds no joy, verse six, in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. You want to be the greatest of all time? Then you won't be a person lacking consideration of others. You won't be someone who is chiefly concerned with your own profit or your own pleasure. The Holy Spirit told me to ask you this question today. He said, are you out for the common good or are you out for the religious good? They're two different things. Whose agenda are you working from? Love is not provoked. It does not keep a record of wrongs. What is in our memory bank? Are we seeking revenge? Are we seeking retaliation or retribution? Love finds no joy in unrighteousness but rejoices in the truth. Here's what's unrighteous, lying under oath, deceiving the public in the name of God, causing people to lose faith in justice and equity because of a desire to hold a seat of power under false premises. That's unrighteous. And no matter what you think your righteous means were, the foundation of what you did was unrighteous, causing the system of justice to be questioned, causing equity to be in question. Love bears all, believes all, hopes all, endures all things, love never fails or ends. Love keeps on after all the lights go out. When there is no sign of justice, when there seems to be no sign of faithfulness, love keeps on going. 
as our nation moves toward undoing protections for all marginalized people based on the desires of the religious few, pay attention. Don't let the truth of what love is be a mockery. Don't allow anyone to say, I love you, brother. I love you, sister, while undermining the nature and character of love. Don't allow somebody to trample over the character and the nature of love in the name of fulfilling their own selfish ambitions, whether they be social, whether they be political, whether they be religious. Love does not lie. Love does not deceive. Love does not seek out its own selfish benefit for one portion of society only. Love does not create inequality. Love doesn't take away one's free will and expression. None of that is love. Don't let any man or law or policy silence you from speaking the truth. Let love, real love, rule your actions in this moment in time. If you feel at a loss for words, remember love is always translatable. It is seen in how we care for those who can give us no personal gain. It is seen in how we treat the least and the lesser. It is seen in how we place the needs of others as equal to ours. It is seen and felt in how we allow people to choose God rather than to force them to our side or our way of thinking. Everything that Christ showed, he showed us how to be. And everything that Christ showed us how to be ran contrary to the violent, militaristic, religious campaigns of his own time. I'm going to say that again. Everything that Christ showed us how to be ran contrary to the violent, militaristic, religious campaigns of his time. Christ moved in love and compassion. So we don't follow banners. We don't follow political slogans. We follow Christ. That's who we follow. We can move as Christ did. The Holy Spirit told me, and I'm going to be ending here. He said the greatest of all time is not just a person. The greatest of all time is an embodiment. And that embodiment is love. So I encourage you to be love. I encourage you to give love. I encourage you to show love. Let me read it again in the message. If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. 
If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't have love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't have love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut. Love doesn't have a swelled head. Love doesn't force itself on others. Love isn't always me first. Love doesn't fly off the handle. Love doesn't keep score of the sins of others. Love doesn't revel when others grovel. Love takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love never dies. Inspired speech, however, will be over someday. Praying in tongues will end. Understanding will even reach its limit. We know only a portion of the truth. And what we say about God is always incomplete. But when the complete arrives, our incompletes will be canceled. But for right now, verse 13, until that completeness, we have three things to do to lead us toward that consummation. Trust steadily in God, hope unswervingly, love extravagantly, and the best or the greatest of these is love. You want to be the goat? Embody what it means to love others beyond your personal gains, beyond your personal opinions, beyond what you feel you personally deserve. That is the kind of love that we're supposed to be exemplifying. How can you spot a believer? How do you know this person or that person is a Christ follower? I just gave you the definitions of love. When you see people out for their own gain, when you see people out for their religious good, but not for the common good, when you see people gloating over other people's sorrows, therein are some keys that you're not seeing someone who is a Christ follower. They may be a religious follower. They may be a political follower, but are they a Christ follower? That is what we are after today. We wanna be Christ followers, followers of what Christ left us to do. And that is to serve mankind through the kingdom mandates of God. Apostle? Thank you. God bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, everyone. Uh, we thank God for the words of power shared by Prophet Shante. Um, we have to understand we are in a time. Uh, we are definitely in a time of life where um, <clears throat> challenges are running rampant everywhere. Um, we have to understand that we are in a season and a time 
where, as Matthew 24 says, the love of many has waxed cold. So I want to just really look at this. You know, Christ, one thing that Prophet Shante was saying that Christ showed us everything contrary to military zeal and militaristic ideas. Um, Christ says that we are in this world, but we're not of this world. Everything in this world will pass away. So what we're dealing with, let me just look at this here real quick. Matthew 24, um, we go to, Verse 4, uh, Matthew 24 and verse 4. I'm just read this. Jesus answered and said, Be careful that no one misleads you, deceiving you and leading you into error. I'm reading from Amplified. For many will come in my name, misusing it and appropriating the strength in the name that belongs to me, Jesus saying, I am the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, and they will mislead many. You will continually hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened. For those things must take place, but that is not the end of the age. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places, but these are merely the beginning of pangs, okay? They will hand you over to endure tribulation and will put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. And at that time, many will be offended and repelled by their association with me and will fall away for the one whom they should trust. So one thing we have to understand, Christ came to give us love. But what we have now, we have a system, we have a, um, uh, a worldly standards that have been erected through ideas using the name of Christ and appropriating their power as if it was of Christ, but it is not. One thing the Lord, I just really have to really share into this because God doesn't do anything. Nothing happens in the earth without God sharing Things with the prophets. It's Amos 3 and 7. You can look at that. God will do nothing unless he shows things to his servants or prophets. So as it relates to the nation, the things that have occurred this week, as far as um, political actions, I'm not, I don't want to get into what the actual action was, but I'm here to talk about the spirit behind those actions okay one thing the lord had given to me a very powerful dream back in um back in 2015 very powerful dream back in 2015 the lord gave me a serious dream uh and this is what i want to reiterate it on today i'll read some of the, this is like back in december of 2015 it says a ruler will and this is 2015 that's what seven years ago now okay uh, the ruler that will raise up the next political cycle will be like an Alexander the Great. That ruler will speak folly, war against everything, and bring total discord to the nation by grossly expanding personal greed and elitism. 
Now you spoke this back in 2015. I spoke this back in 2015. Nobody wanted to hear about it, but I'm going to repeat it again. Uh, the ruler will speak of who will speak folly, war against everything, bring total discord to the nation by grossly expanding their personal greed and elitism. Okay, uh, and this is the thing the Lord showed me a new civil rights blood war where young adults, especially those who are melanated, black and brown were angry because their life and their future was about to disappear. And uh, this is what I saw. The Lord will send his angels to battle for the kingdom of God because the rulers will totally destroy the integrity of what the nation is supposed to be about. Okay? The one thing we have to understand, God is not honoring a sinful nation. God is not blessing a sinful nation using gross misdeeds, using deception and lies, raising revolts against leadership. These are works of the enemy. We cannot embrace the works of darkness to produce light. We cannot work, use the works of darkness to say that we love one another. The powers that be in the earth are simply there to take control and to bring forth personal greed. The situation that we're having now, the Lord has begun to speak, has spoken to me. I spoke this back in 2015. And today I want to tell you the spirit that was there during the Crusades. Well, Alexander the Great, they wanted world domination, world conquest. What happened, the Crusaders, they were evil, full of darkness, full of hatred, full of everything against Christ. Using the name of Christ, they went around to kill, to steal, to destroy, and to make laws to, to uh, bring oppression to people. This is the spirit behind what is happening in the nation. Using the name of God. God is not here to bring oppression to people. Christ says, I come to give life and life more abundantly. And Christ's life is not through convert or die. Because what happens is the simple tenant behind what is happening now in our nation's leadership particularly with the court that just made reverse certain decisions i'm not about that decision being reversed what i am telling you is that the spirit to control the spirit to enslave the spirit to oppress is what is lurking in the nations at its highest level of government we have to beware, Prophet Shante. The problem with that decision is that it reverses the ability for any protective rights under the 14th Amendment. So it's not just mm -hmm. about that one particular standing. Mm -hmm. It affects everything that the fourth, um, 14th Amendment protects. 
Right. So the 14th Amendment was there because they realized the nation realized that there are certain things after the Civil War that had to be realized to bring protection to people from enslavement and from oppression. These are things being reversed. So the dream that God said about civil rights being reversed, that is the spirit that is unleashed in our top level of supreme, what you call it, government. So we cannot go around as Christians saying we're like Christ, who says with love and kindness, have you drawn all men unto you and women unto you, and use this as a tool, as a mechanism to imprison and to enslave. Prophet. And those protections were established federally because they could not leave it up to the states to be morally sound to guarantee rights to everyone. So to undo that and to put it back into the hands of states who are still showing that they are not trying to morally protect every citizen in their state is a problem. So we have to understand that this whole thing about reversals of the 14th Amendment and protections to protect people from slavery and various things of this nation and protecting the rights of women, okay? You have no power over your own body. Christ did not say, submit your body unto the government and you'll be free. He says, submit yourself unto me, Christ says, and you will be free. So the governments are only there to enslave and to oppress, to take control of, so you have no control of your own self. That is the danger behind the spirit lurking and making laws and reversing laws that were there to protect human rights. Human rights are under attack. Don't, I'm not here to talk about left or right as far as politics is concerned. I'm here to tell you that Christ has told me and warned me to warn the people that the rights of humans are being reversed and oppression is coming in a sense that's unprecedented, and they're trying to appropriate oppression in the name of Jesus. Deceiving the public in the name of God. That's why we must beware and be a, be wise. We're not here about political uh, uh, party. We're not here about, um, you know, who's winning and who's losing. We are here to understand that Christ has come and set people free. Yes, there are things that something we don't disagree, we disagree with um, from a personal belief standpoint. But what happens is Christ is not here to knock you upside the head, to put you in chains because you don't believe like he believes. It's through love and kindness where you draw people. All right? What happens is that when things, when civil protections are removed from individuals, then uh, civil oppression has free reign. Rights, powers of free action. That's what it means. Now, here's a book here you should read. You can see a uh, screenshot this. The Religious Right. 43 years of plotting and planning to overthrow any rights 
besides their own that are religiously based and approved. So we have to understand, you if you follow Life Nation, and you follow the 10 years of the ministry we have, we have spoken significantly about unmasking culture, understanding the political f and the uh, human forces behind laws, lawmaking, and establishments, okay? You have to recognize that there, we cannot put our heads in the sand. We cannot sit there and boast about, oh, look what was done uh, for God, or look what Christ, you know, was done for the church. We have to understand the church is not something that God has endorsed. It's the ecclesia. Church is house of any Lord. The Renaissance period and the uh, systems of Rome have established things that are contrary to the scripture. Rules and precedents and papal bulls were established that go against the word of God. These things were put out as, as if it was God. And as Jesus said in Matthew 24, that there are those who claim to be of Christ, but they are not of me. They, they are to deceive. So understand, do not sit there and try to believe that because someone has power and using God's name, that the legislation or the things they're trying to establish is something for freedom. We, we believe in life. We believe in life of the unborn. We believe in life for the born. We believe in life for those who can walk the streets and be free without being mauled or have a knee on your neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And someone says they can't breathe and you feel like you have the right to snuff their life out. These types of things Protection against death, protections against uh, uh, enslavement, and protections against uh, uh, um, oppression is what Christ stands for. So trust in Jesus. Look at this. Look at this, okay? Um, we have to understand, we, we got to have another session on this. I don't want to go too far today in this. But we have to understand that there are various things that we have to really put out there that political and humanistic desires and places of greed have usurped the name of Christ with their personal agenda and put that into the nation's government and laws. And that's what we have to be aware of because was even made, a decree was even made that other protections are going to be removed. So we have to understand, you can't look to the government as a basis of following the tenets of the greatest of all time, which is Christ. So God bless you. I'm going to turn it back over. To, I'm going to pray right now. And hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Father. We thank you, God, for this wonderful day. We thank you, Lord, for the beautiful day in July. We thank you, Lord, for how you sustained us, literally for the first six months of this 2022. Many people have not made it in 2022. We, those of us who remain and are alive and remain, we pray that, God, that you would bring strength, that you would bring clarity of mind, 
And Lord, help us not to be to blindly obey man's mandates. But help us to follow your will and your way, O oh God, so we're not deceived and pulled astray from the truth and the love that you declared, that you've established through your death on the cross and resurrection. So, Father, those who may be listening today who may not know where to stand or what to believe about you, Christ, Father, we pray, Lord, now in the name of Jesus, that you will continue to open the hearts of your people, of those who are wanting to believe in you, Jesus, but can see the horrific actions of political cycles and zealots who are using your name, Jesus, as a basis for, ze for zealotry and, su white, and supremacy. Lord God, we pray that you bring freedom of mind, freedom of spirit, and Lord, help us not to walk fearful, but to walk in strength and in dignity, knowing that you protect us more than any government decree or law. In Jesus' name we pray. And Father, those who may not know Christ today, Lord, we ask that you would give people a personal encounter with yourself. That's not tied to religion. That's not tied to government. Not tied to politics, but tied to truth and righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray and give you glory and honor. So we thank you for tuning into Life Nation today. We ask that you would uh, give to Life Nation so that we can continue to um, share the words of God and do the things in our local communities. Um, you have the Cash App, you have the, uh, the Square, you have the uh, PayPal's, or you can send to the, to the mailing address that we have. So God bless you and continue to enjoy this beautiful Sunday afternoon. Okay? Hallelujah and have a wonderful day. Amen. Amen.